Amen. All right. Hallelujah. The book of Psalms today, this afternoon. And I appreciate the good preaching. I will not be long at all. I just have a thought. It's very familiar this afternoon. And uh, But as I was praying this morning, the Lord laid this on my heart. And uh, I uh, just always try to be sensitive to Him. And He knows what we need. Amen. And uh, I want to preach a little bit about praise this afternoon. And uh, one thing that I am noticing across the land, that it is dying in our churches. And uh, there'll be nothing new that you'll hear this afternoon, but it's very needful and it's been neglected. I appreciate all the preaching today and Brother Ellis preaching about the Lord. And it seems like that so many other things have our attention uh, but Him, amen? And He ought to be the one. Look at Psalms chapter 107. And we'll read those four verses where he repeats the phrase. In verse 8, he said, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. He said in verse 15, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. And then he said in verse 21, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. And then he repeats it in verse 31. Uh, you think by now we'd get the picture, but the average uh, testimony meeting in churches that I go in, uh, uh, when the pastor asks somebody to say something or testify, everybody looks at everybody else. Uh, and then he says, well, surely God's been good to somebody, and then somebody feels bad enough, and they say, well, I want to thank God for saving me. God help us today. We ought to be willing always to stand up and brag on Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank God. Amen. You'll find here in Psalms chapter 22, we know it's a messianic psalm that Jesus praised God in the the congregation in the sanctuary. If Jesus praised the Father, so should we. Amen. I'm getting tired of churches uh, that are drying up uh, and they're so quiet. I like preaching. Get it deep as you can. But thank God, let her shout and let her rip and praise God and preach too. Amen. Amen. I like it all, hallelujah. Praise him in a congregation. Praise him in chorus. You'll find in Psalms 106, verse 12. He said, praise him in combat. What about that? You'll find in Second Chronicles, he said, when you hear, you go out and you sing praise, then I will bring deliverance. Instead of complaining and criticizing in our battle, if we would praise God for being good to us, he might give the victory, amen. Amen. Praise him in conversation. He said to praise him in continuance. David said his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Praise him in consecration. He said, David said in Psalm 57, my heart is fixed. Could there be some of you today, the reason why you've not been praising, your heart's not fixed. 
You got maybe an issue with somebody, maybe a little bit of resentment and bitterness. I remember one meeting I preached for the preacher, uh, Brother Gravely, before I was a member there, and we actually went a week and a half. And Brother Gravely started that meeting that night, and he took a microphone. Back then you had a stand, and you put it on the floor, and you said, I'm going to start. You said, I have been bitter at the Lord. We lost 20 people this year, and I'm telling you, you said, I've asked God to forgive me, and I want the church to forgive me. And do you know for two and a half hours, individuals kept coming by and asking God to forgive them because they were bitter about this and bitter about that can I tell you bitterness will rob you of your song and of your praise can I tell you resentment down in your heart will take that song away and take that praise away there's a lot of people I used to see lift up their hand get excited praise God but something has fixed unfixed their heart it's broken it they will out something in their life they've allowed something maybe a, a habit maybe something they've allowed to come in and it stole their song can I tell you there's nothing better in life than having a song you can get up every day and praise God and enjoy being saved and enjoy walking with Jesus amen amen Praise him in consecration. He said praise is comely. Means it is suitable. That it's beautiful. It's becoming. Now in the four verses that he said, oh, that men would praise the Lord. He did four things he delivered them from. Number one, he delivered in verse four and five and six, he delivered them from desolation. Uh, do you remember the day that you was lost? and you were lonely he said they were looking for a city brother John you remember the day when you would drink and you were looking for satisfaction you were looking for longing there was something inside that was not filled you know you hear me friend he said but Jesus came by and he delivered them he said oh that men would praise the Lord for his goodness I was headed to hell one day as an eight-year-old boy beginning a life of sin. But thank God Jesus came by to my house, Brother Randy, and he rescued me, and he saved me, and he changed me. And if nobody else will praise him, I will. I'll bless his holy name for what he did for me. I say glory to God. If nobody else will, I say hallelujah. I'm glad he saved me. I'm glad he came out to my house and he picked me up and he saved me. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Oh, that men would praise him for his goodness. How that he delivered us. Hallelujah. He delivered him from darkness. Verse 10 through 14. Oh, <laughs> I was blind, but now I see. 
Colossians said that I was under the power of darkness. Mm, but then he translated me into the kingdom of his dear son. I'm not in darkness anymore. Oh, I thank God. Hallelujah. That he made me to see. Oh, that man would praise the Lord because he delivered us from darkness. Hallelujah. Said he delivered him from destruction. 17 to 21. He said they lost their appetite. They about died, but he delivered them. How many times God deliver us? Oh, how many times when God does something for us? A lot of times, but Curtin God, we, we just forget about it when we ought to praise him for it. Not only from destruction, but he said also from the deep. Boy, there's times I've been in the deep. Brother, Brother Jones was talking about being bruised. There are times in my life when the devil said, you might as well throw in the towel. You might as well quit. I'm glad, thank God I never did. I'm glad he stepped in and he delivered me. I'm glad, thank God, October, I celebrated 50 years of being in the family of God. I say glory to God. It's the best life I've ever lived. I've lived on both sides of the fence and I'd rather be on this side than any place I know if nobody else will I'll bless his holy name for delivering me from the deep from destruction thank God I'll praise him hallelujah amen good to have some young people praising God Reason why, but Randy, some young people don't praise God because the old folks don't praise God. <laughs> I wonder, boy, we go to some churches, you fellas that travel and preach, and it's so quiet you can hear a nap burp, amen? I, I'm telling you, that's pretty quiet. The only amens I get, I say them to myself. Amen, Brother Barnes, that's good preaching, hallelujah. Amen. I'm gonna give you three things and I'll get out of the way. We find there's a command to praise. A command to praise. There's a command to praise in music. Second Chronicles 29, he said, King Hezekiah commanded the Levites to sing praise unto the Lord. 4,000 of the Levites praised the Lord with instruments. I'm not gonna take the time uh, to get off in music, but we need to have good music like we've been hearing here today. I like good gospel music that uplifts the Lord and talks about him and not about everything under the sun and has good music to it. Hallelujah. Not make you want to go to the honky-tonk afterwards, but thank God that will magnify the Lord and exalt him. Hallelujah. He said we're commanded to praise him in our music. Amen. We're commanded to praise him in our message. He said in Nehemiah chapter 12, he said to praise and to give thanks according to the commandment of David. And that's something, they were commanded to be given thanks. I wonder what our message is about. I wonder what our conversation is about. I wonder how much we thank God. You know, I thank him every day. 
When I get up, Brother Randy, I thank him every day for everything I have. I thank him for my home, my clothes, my food, everything that I own. He gave it to me. Amen. Every good gift and every perfect gift coming down from the Father of light with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. I'm telling you, friend, every dime that I have is because of the goodness of God. Every time I sit down to the table and I'm able to eat, it's because of the goodness of God. Mm. Every time I get in my automobile and I turn the key, it's because of the goodness of God. It's sure in what I deserve. I deserve to ride a donkey and thank God going down the road in an old donkey. But instead, I have a fine automobile that God helps me to pay the bills. That's because of his goodness. Amen. Amen. We ought to be in hell, but God's been good to us. Hallelujah. Amen. Our music, our message. Now, some of y'all may not like this, but you know what the meaning of praise in Psalms 100 is? He said, enter thy courts with his praise. That's really what it means. It means to shine, to make a show, to boast, thus to be foolish, to rave. It means every now and then you ought to have a glorified fit like Brother Laddie did early this morning. That didn't make me nervous a bit because he said that's what you ought to do in the house of God. Why will you hoop and holler at a stupid ball game and come to church and sit like a wooden Indian? I'm telling you, if a ball game can excite you more than Jesus, you're in trouble. Hey, I'm telling you, it ought to excite you more than anything in this life. Amen. Hallelujah. I say glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. Amen. That ought to excite us more than anything. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, when Jesus rejoiced, he told them they ought to rejoice because their name's written down. Then it said he rejoiced. I looked that up again yesterday just to be sure. You know what it said? To jump for joy. Jesus was jumping for joy because the disciples' name was written in the book of life. How much more should we jump for joy that our name is written there? Hallelujah. Amen. Commanded to praise. Can I say number two? We're appointed to praise. Second Chronicles chapter eight. He said, I want you to magnify God. Praise him, number one, because of what he just preached, his position. He's the Lord God of Israel. Praise him, number two, because of his perfection. He said we should praise him in the beauty of his holiness. Then he said praise him, number three, because of his person, because of his goodness and his kindness. You know what praise does? It encourages others. It ministers to others. My dad was probably the best I'd ever seen to get just as excited 
when somebody else testified than he did when he testified. I mean, Brother Randy, if someone would be behind him, he'd turn around and point at him. Ha ha, or he'd do that. He'd do like, yeah, I mean, he'd get just, it encourages others when you stand up and brag on Jesus. It encourages others. Let them know if God delivered them, he can deliver you, amen. Amen. Remember one morning in Galilee, his Mother's Day. And it's that moment when right before the piano players started playing and the back door kicked open and I tell you, oh, Sister Jordan let out a squeal and I ain't gonna lie to you. We was all in and we didn't see her. It scared me to death. I mean, the hair on the back of my neck raised up. But you know what she came in shouting about? She had five children, different states and different churches. All of her children and spouses and grandchildren were in church on Mother's Day. But I'll tell you what happened. It rubbed off on her husband, and he got to shout. And then it rubbed off on somebody else, Brother Allen, and then on somebody else, and then on somebody else. And we went through the Sunday school hour, through the preaching hour, all about one o'clock, because somebody came in with praise on their heart and praise in their life, and it spilled out everywhere, amen. You was preaching about that yesterday at your church. Can I tell you, I hardly ever see that on the road anymore. I hardly ever see that. Matter of fact, preachers tell me, man, we had a church like that in 10 years. God help us. Why do we have to be made to praise? Not only appointed, but lastly, he said they were taught to praise. They were taught to praise. One thing that Brother Gravely does, if I'm there on a Wednesday night, I've seen him do it many a time, and I thought that, that is good. He'll go where the young people are and he'll point one out and he'll say, Brother Andrew, you testify. Doesn't he not do it? I've seen him do it. And when he gets done, he said, now Jonathan, you testify. And then now Caleb, you testify. You know what he's doing? He's teaching them. He is teaching them to praise God. How many times we've been in services in our church it's kind of just the norm. Everything's just normal. And then somebody somebody gets touched brother jones they begin to stand up and brag on the lord and i'm telling you it'll loosen up that thing <laughs> it, it'll work amen it'll work i know not everybody's got a big mouth like me i understand that you don't have to be as loud as me but every now and then you ought to be able to stand up raise your hand and say bless the lord oh my soul all oh, that's within me bless his holy name amen is he not worthy of our praise? It's in the word. I have a friend that goes to a different church and they don't teach it at all. Matter of fact, you get like Brother Laddie today, they would have escorted him out. And it's an independent Baptist church. And he came one night to hear me preach and I preached on praise. And it took him a couple years before he'd ever come back to hear me again. Amen. I can't help it. He's my friend, but I can't change the Bible. The Bible teaches it. 
It is okay to get excited and happy. Not everybody is emotional. I understand that. But I think everybody should be able to praise God. Amen. Sometimes it's work. He said in Hebrews to offer the sacrifice of our praise. Sometimes you're bruised, as the preacher said. Sometimes you're, you're broken. But you know what? He is still worth our praise. There's times I've been in services. The Lord said, you ought to testify. And I said, Lord, I don't really feel like testifying. He said, I don't care. I've been good to you, boy. I've treated you so good. I've been kind to you. I've been patient with you. And I said, yes, sir, you're right. And I can't help myself. I get up and begin to brag on the Lord. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness. Thank you, preacher.